Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 5, verse 22. Anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Imagine if calling someone an airhead was an offense that would wind you up in court. What would you say if writing someone off as a fool runs the risk of finding yourself in hell? Chances are good that you might smile or even burst out laughing. After all, try counting how often it happens on the nightly news. Mudslinging has become an accepted part of our national conversation and a staple of social media. So, what are we to make of these admonitions from our Savior? Okay, chances are pretty safe that you and I haven't used the term raka this week. But did you know that the Merriam-Webster Dictionary lists a blistering 425 synonyms for the word fool? Idiot, halfwit, nincompoop, birdbrain, knucklehead. This list is enormous. It's been said that the larger the number of synonyms for one letter in a language, the richer the language. But in this case, it only reveals the shameful ease with which we've come to use them in our conversation. It's tempting to hear these words of our Savior and wonder how they square with that familiar old phrase we were taught as children. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. But what Jesus is saying is that the names we shout and those we mutter under our breath are actually as dangerous as drawing a weapon. Sociologists point out the fact that calling someone a name is a conversation killer. Jesus goes one better than that. In the verse before this, he puts it right up there with murder. Now, at first it may sound like hyperbole. It's tempting to tell ourselves, well, Jesus is doing that simply to make a point. But take a closer look at that point. Our Savior referenced an insult that was popular at the time. Dismissing someone as raka is to write them off as empty. It's kind of the modern equivalent of calling someone an airhead. It seems harmless, but the term also means worthless. And that does get to the heart of what Jesus wants us to understand. Once the argument is directed against a person, rather than the position they're maintaining, our anger gets the best of us. And while an argument seeks to make a point, name-calling seeks only to hurt them and inflict pain. And then it's impossible to see that person any longer as someone for whom Christ died, a fellow sinner in need of the same salvation you and I have received from God. We're tempted to write them off, dismiss them as worthless. It's then that our hardened hearts are no longer angry, but murderous. It's then that Jesus' stern warning of the fire of hell is no longer the hyperbole it may first have seemed. Now at this point, any chuckle we had earlier is replaced with discomfort, if not terror. Who among us hasn't spoken or even thought this way in the past week? Exactly. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's not an excuse. It means we deserve nothing but his punishment. But as you and I find ourselves fleeing to our Savior for his mercy, it puts us in mind of the same love he has for those whom our sinful nature would have us so easily disparage. Jesus prayed even for those who jeered him and for those who drove the nails into his hands and feet at the cross. He came in love to give his life even for them. It puts us in mind of the love that God has for you and me, and that he came in love to give his life, even for you and me, to redeem us from this and from all of our sins. What a remarkable love and patience God has with you and me. With his absolution and hearts relieved, we join David in singing, His mercy endures forever. In his mercy and with these words, he calls us back from the careless language that our culture and sinful nature would use to bring harm and points us instead to the soothing good news of his mercy and forgiveness which we can share. Let us pray. Gracious God, forgive me when I have used my words to inflict pain on another. 
Help me when necessary to argue my point, but always to recognize the worth of the person to whom I am speaking, as a fellow sinner just like me, in need of your grace, and one for whom you sent your Son. Amen. Dear friends, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and it's still not too late to check out the selection of free e-cards on our website. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.